something like <laughs> yeah why don't we break them off a piece of that <laughs> yeah signature um, what's up welcome to smite me this is the podcast where we read the torah and decide if we're gonna become really really religious and <laughs> try to convert everybody we know um by into, force by force yeah no, no 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 by by showmanship by putting showing them what what this people can offer. I don't, I don't, so far it's not happening for me. Um, I don't know if it's happening. <laughs> you didn't convert for any yourself. Of us. Um, I'm with my co-host, Josh Marcus. What's up everybody. And Ayane Hayashi. Hello. And our guest today is DNA. Hey, what's going on smiteys? <laughs> um, yeah, DNA. I've known DNA for a long time. I've, since I started comedy in Santa Cruz, like seven years ago, um, he was always he was always the man making shit happen, and he um, I think liked me because I was Jewish. So. Yeah, there was a there was a little nepotism there. Like, <laughs> Finally, a Jewish comedian. I'm gonna give this kid a leg up. <laughs> um, so John was telling me before, and we were doing a little bit of talking about the show a little bit earlier. He said DNA that you kind of grew up um, in a, a a more religious environment. Can you tell me a bit what that was like? Yeah, well, I mean, sort of yeah, sort of no. I mean, I went to an Orthodox Hebrew school, um, but I was the only one in my entire family that went. My dad got a deal. Uh, he got a discount. Like, I think that's the only way you could become Orthodox Jew, is there has to be some discount involved. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so I go to Orthodox Hebrew school, but then I come home, my dad's making bacon. You know, there was no follow-through on any of it. Uh, so it was kind of, you know, I mean, so was it, you know, we were very relaxed, uh, Jews in the home, you know, it's just, it's a weird being Jews, just weird. It's a weird thing. You should call this the weird podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. The weird podcast. Okay. The weird Jew podcast. I mean, that must've been kind of fun. I mean, fun's not the right word, but it's definitely an interesting dynamic to like go to a kind of. I don't want to just say everything Orthodox is hyper-religious, but it's at least pretty religious, and then kind of come home to just not anything like that. Bacon cheeseburger, nah, boys. I mean, like, um, it was like, you know, I'm old, so it was like, the, uh, you know, I, how old was I? I was like, 1970s is when I went. And, like, we, you know, we'd have movie day on Wednesdays, which always is the best thing about school is when you have a movie day. But we would always right, they wheel see, out the TV. they put on Holocaust movies, but oh there, there was no, there was no Holocaust movies made, so they just showed raw footage. And it was like, <laughs> you know, I mean, no like home movies, yeah. Jesus oh my God, right? Yeah, so, you know, did you have to like fake before it? Uh, you know whatever internet, Netflix? I mean, we had no, I had no access to uh, extreme images, you know. The Encyclopedia Britannica would have, but right. and then here we are like, in, in this special secret classroom, just watching these emaciated <laughs> people, 
And I mean, yeah, so it wasn't fun, but I mean, it, I think it made me who I am, which is, you know, weirdo. Like I just, I, that was a weird, oh, strange indoctrination <laughs> for an eight year old. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Did you ever have to like pretend to be more orthodox than you were or like, you know, yeah, guys for sure. Like that. Was that for the Orthodox version of that? Nah, I mean, not really. I mean, it got it got increasingly Orthodox after I left that temple. Like, it's kind of the seat of Orthodox Judaism in New Jersey. Like, they put on these, like, Renaissance fairs, but it's all Jews. And it's like, it's just, <laughs> I, I, you know. <laughs> we gotta go. Oh, my God. We have to go. You know, I didn't have to Damn. shave my head. You know, it was... It wasn't like that yet. It became that later on. I'm glad I missed that whole thing. But um, you know, it's, you know, you see these Holocaust movies, then the rabbi runs in. And he's just like, "It can happen again." You're like, oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> you know. But you're the chosen yeah. people. It's so strange. It was like Scientology. You know what? I'll tell you. I mean, this might. I don't want to bury the lead. One of the, my favorite moments in class was we were hearing about Moses and Aaron and all this stuff and. And I remember asking the rabbi Marcus, I'm like, so I go, like, all, all this stuff happened? And he's like, it's all myth. He told me, he was like, the whole <laughs> Old okay, Testament, yeah. it's just myth. And that really kind of, you know, fomented who I am also because it's like, yeah, it, these how can these stories be absolutely true? But yet there's a grain of truth in everything. It's a mystery. And, uh, you know, mm -hmm. this chapter you guys picked has the mystery of all the mysteries in it. I don't want to spoiler alert it, but I mean... Oh, no, we'll get there. You know. Yeah, but it's like, why? Why, why, why? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we didn't really pick it. They kind of just dropped it on us in mm. terms of the ordering of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But um, Shit being dropped on you is an important theme in the, in the chapter. So. That is fun that you got, like, a nice direct answer to that, though. Because I feel like even in my, like, much more kind of, like, progressive liberal Jewish upbringing, they'd be like, well, what do you feel about them? And do you feel like they're true? And it's nice to have someone who's, like, a little deeper in it just like, no, this is not about fucking history. Right. Yeah. Just learn the, learn the lessons that are to be learned, which is they're going to round us all up any day and put us in camps. That, <laughs> you know, One wrong move. Mrs. Turk, who, who taught us Hebrew, right, reading and writing, she was from the, one of the camps and had uh, numbers on her arm. So it was very real, like that that was a thing. And I, you know, I kind of thought it was all baloney until the last four years. And I'm like, wow, the Nazis are still kind of strong. <laughs> they're, still, they're around still. It right. still is a thing. Miss Turk was right. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in a lot of ways, the the little roots of fascism they're like almost impossible to fucking weed out. Cause oh, you can curse on this podcast. You can, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. 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 No. I'm glad to... that that was your introduction. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, that's, right. That's good to know that we made it eight minutes in without without cursing. That that's a good, good clean podcast for good, good clean job. Boys. It's just it's so you know like uh, one of my jobs was I worked with international kids. And, like, I guess in China, Jews are really popular. Like, some of the number one books are all about economics and how Jews are smart. And you should oh, you know, yeah. be, like, a Jew and your your money. Um, and they would come to America, and they were so excited. They would applaud. When I would tell them I'm Jewish, they would start clapping their hands. Wow. So that rules, we're not, dude. We're not hated everywhere. 
That's true. <laughs> I just love that it's like it's like still pretty anti-Semitic, but they're like you're like you're like contemplating the These nuances of it while they're yeah. yeah, while they're like carrying you on their shoulders, <laughs> chanting your name. Yeah. Like, is this for the right reasons? Maybe yeah. not. Right. Maybe not. I don't want to get too deep into it too, but there's a fun thing I've been researching uh, in from the former Soviet Union that was just like a Jewish autonomous zone that they established in. I think it was, like, just north of Mongolia. Um, and, like, they were like, Jews, everybody go there. And, like, that kind of was a thing for a while. And then the state of Israel happened and a bunch of those people left. And the latest update I have is right now they're trying they're trying out a tourism slogan that's just, like, make this place Jewish again. Oh, boy. In, Mongo- yeah. in Mongolia? Wow. It's technically in the Russian Federation, but it's right off. No, the I'm all for Israel having a, a competitor. Like, yeah, they should... <laughs> Uh, you know, healthy competition. In a market-based market. solution. Yeah, it's gorgeous. <laughs> it's <laughs> ironic, also, because I remember I I met a cousin one time, and she was like, "Do you know why all the people in our family have like rounder eyes?" And I was like, "No." She's like, "Because we were raped by Mongolians." <laughs> you know? Jesus Christ! <laughs> I was wow. like, uh, Genghis Khan. You know, and now we're going. We're going back. That is the promised land. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow. my god, that's like such a such a way to put that. <laughs> the Mongolian, the current people of the modern state of Mongolia raped you, yeah. Okay, let's, mm-hmm. do you guys have any smiteable, um, do you guys do anything smiteable well, this week or get smited? I think the Mongolians have a lot to apologize well, for. Well, no, yeah. let's, let's cut that out for sure. Um, <laughs> um, smiteable deeds, no, I was a fucking saint. I visited my niece in Eureka. We had a grand old time. She's adorable. My sister has nice cats. Huh. I got smited okay. personally. <laughs> Tell us. I got smited and then I, because I don't know. I don't know what the segment is at this point. Sometimes it's like you did something that would have gotten you smited. And sometimes it's like you got smited and sometimes it's kind of both. Or you got, in my case, I got smited and reacted in a further smiteable way. I got my, I got my car towed for the third time in my life. Wow. Wow. That's quite a record. Is that high? It's a lie. That's has it been who's whose fault was it the three times i mean it was my fault but also they're they fucking suck and are evil Mm. like there's no Mm. reason i shouldn't it's not like i was blocking someone's driveway i was parked in a best buy they could have easily the the shit was like the gate was closed so i wouldn't have been able to get out that night but like they could have just left been like sorry you have to fucking come get your car back in the morning yeah but instead i had to go get my car back in the morning I'll tell, I'll just, yeah. What happened was I was having a great night. I had a couple shows. I was doing stand-up comedy, having fun. And then I went to this other stand-up comedy show that was, um, and I was like all excited. I was like all excited to see it. And so I like pull, it was at this little food truck court in Soma in San Francisco, like across from the Costco. Yeah. I'm painting a picture. And I... I like, I get there, I, I don't see any parking, I see the Best Buy, I'm like, oh, I'll just park in the Best Buy, and then I run, and I go see the show, and it's also funny, because, well, I don't know, it's, I, I essentially paid $500 for Brandon Wardell tickets. Um, was he at the show? Yeah, he, I, <clears throat> yeah, that was the show, it was good, it was fine, but I, but yeah, I went and watched the show, and then I went back to get my car, and it wasn't there, and I called the number on the sign, and... I was like, what the fuck? Like, I, I don't know. I was a little saucy. And then they were like, <laughs> yeah, like, come get it in the morning. It'll be 600 bucks. Oh, God. And then, 
I oh, and then I went I went back to um the like in front of the food truck court to like call an Uber and while I'm waiting for the Uber, I see like cuz down the street is the uh funny enough, it's the fucking DNA lounge and um I there's just like a bunch of people who are just at a rave. So it's like just it's a lot of just like mostly naked women going back to the Costco parking lot where they had parked their cars oh, and their God. cars were still there. It was just a funny image uh-huh. of me just being like, cool, 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 cool. Costco. Costco's the move next right. time. You should yeah. have been in a different scene. Should have been. A I should have been at the. Ra- yeah. If yeah. I was a raver, I never would have. So, right. yeah. And then I'm, I- yeah, I'm always saying that raving would have. altered the course of my and your life and then i went back the next i went back to the place the next day and it was some fucking it was just some awful tow lot and they charged me 500 bucks and like he opened the gate and i had i like saw for a second i thought i was gonna be able to like do some action movie shit and (laughs) steal my own car (laughs) but then i I played it all out in my head and it didn't, the odds were not in my favor and I, yeah, it could have gone bad. So I just paid and he took, he charged me on a square reader. Um, and it, which, and it gave me the option to tip, which made me laugh really hard. Yeah. And then I, oh my I, I made God. a comment to him like, what if I left you a big ass tip right now, dude? And he did not find it funny, but yeah, I made a jerk. It's technically your fault because you parked in the Best Buy parking lot. Oh, but like they never have to fucking call anyone. It's just, it's just like, it's not, it's needlessly fucking punitive to yeah. just be like, oh, you park. It's punishment enough if you go back to the car and you're like, nah, dude, uh, you got to come back tomorrow. Shake my car. And it's probably, I bet it's like an anti homeless thing if I have Oh, 100%. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, we 100%. hate people for being poor, so fuck them. Yeah. Yes. And also comedians. Right. <laughs> yeah. I started those Soma shows. The Soma food court shows. Did you really? Yeah, I started it, and then uh, I turned it over to Andrew Holgram because I realized I live in Santa Cruz, and <laughs> I don't want to be <laughs> going up to the city to run those shows. So sorry. It's my <laughs> fault. Yeah, it's your fault. Um, yeah, this my old for wow. DNA is just <clears throat> starting the shows. Yeah, man. <laughs> you shouldn't have contributed to the comedic community. You really fucked up. Josh, you have anything, or are you... Uh... Um, no, I'll save this little uh, this little chestnut for the for the main... For the gotcha. main pod, but it has to do with creatures that swim in the sea. So, yeah. oh yeah. Um, all right, next. Oh, case. you ate some shrimpies. <laughs> oh. Josh ate some shrimpies. Josh ate some shrimpies. Crowd <laughs> No, just kidding. Okay. That's not what um, it did, but just that was fun to do anyway. In that case, let's fucking hop into this. Uh, this summary. The the one we're doing today is called uh, Shimini. Shimini. <laughs> yep. I knew someone would do it. I'm glad it wasn't me. She, um, I like to pronounce it Shimini. Um, and I think Josh, you have a, a lovely little summary, um, that you're gonna do as soon as you. Are oh ready. no, it's me. I'm, I'm on the summary. <laughs> oh, sorry, I, I said Josh. I meant Josh. Okay. All right. Chapter starts. Moses is telling Aaron, "Hey man, today's the day you're gonna meet God. So prepare a bunch of calves and rams and goats, and a lamb and an ox and a little cake, and sacrifice them to him." And Aaron does it, and it goes basically all according to plan. And they, like, bless the people and then go back inside the little room and then get some more of the blessing from God and then bless it back at the people. And then, next thing you know, every the whole thing's engulfed by fire, and everyone falls down on their face. Real right. fast. Real, uh, real sudden moment with the face falling. <laughs> um, and we realize that 
it is Aaron's sons, Nadab and Abihu, who were lighting some incense in what was called alien fire. Love that. Um, and which means it was not approved by God. And he immediately is like, you think you're going to play with fire? I, I fire you. And he, he lights them. They get, they die. They get burnt to death. Right. And then, and then Moses says some shit to Aaron where he's like, you see that? That's, that's what God was saying earlier. He's not fucking around. <laughs> um, and then he's like, Oh, and um, the rest of your sons, you have to like, not We're just going to like drag their bodies out of the camp and like leave them. And you're not, we're not going to mourn them. Cause they were bad for um, lighting incense. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then God tells Aaron like, Hey, um, you and your sons don't come in the tent when you're drunk. I don't know. He, he like, <laughs> he's like, I don't know. It, the, the vibe is kind of like, I don't know if, I don't know if you were drunk. I don't know if they were drunk or what, but <laughs> just stay out of there. Um, <laughs> and then for some reason, Moses tells Aaron that his son, and his sons that they can go ahead and eat the rest of the meal offering. And then he gets into this like weird fight with Moses, with Aaron. Moses gets into this weird fight with Aaron's sons about like, you were supposed to sacrifice this and eat this or whatever, which I don't know. I, that, that felt part felt very human. Cause it's like the, like when you're mourning and you haven't processed your feelings, you do get into weird little fights about like, I thought you fucking microwaved the thing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, just dumb food shit. I think because I was reading the Chabad uh, translation of it, that paragraph was completely incomprehensible. <laughs> Hell yeah. A lot of it was incomprehensible <laughs> to me too, and then I just kind of um, – Wikipedia is your friend when you're yeah. <laughs> doing a podcast like this. Um, oh, and then he just – God kind of went into a bunch of the rules of Kashrut, and I'm just going to kind of – I kind of wrote it down just like this is God telling the rules of Kashrut. He's just like – all right, so if an animal has split hooves and chews its cud, you're good to go. But like a camel or a pig or like a rock badger, those uh, are impure to you. So you can't eat badger. And then, <laughs> and then if it's from the water, it's got to have fins and scales. Okay, fins and scales, right? So if it doesn't have fins and scales, it means it's detestable to you. You got to detest it. You see one of their, you see one of that car, those carcasses. You say, I detest you. Um, and oh, you also have to detest most of the birds. Um, like eagles, falcons, vultures, ravens, owls, hawks, bats even. You got to detest them. Bats aren't birds. <laughs> well, <That's okay. laughs> he says things that fly in the sky, and he, 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 he mentions a lot, and bats are one of them. Huh. And then he's like, there's certain incense, insects you can eat, um, but if you, and if you touch the carcass of one of the impure animals, um, you, you're dirty, you're impure, but then you're good once the sun goes down, you know? Just rinse and repeat. And then, and he's like, "Well, we're at it. Uh, no rats, no mice, lizards, no geckos either." <laughs> really just I love flows in and out of naming animals. He blacked um, out in the booth on that one. And he's like, "If some of the kosher, if something bad gets in one of your cups or bowls, you got to smash it. Get go, gets cooked in your oven. Smash the oven, office space style, like with the printer." Um, and oh, nothing that swarms or goes on its belly either. <laughs> and you got to be holy because I'm holy. So you got to be holy because I'm holy and I'm your God. Huh. And that that's kind of my version of God's little monologue. So Nice. And then that's it. That's the that's the that's the summary. That was beautiful, John. That was good. We honestly you. much like lay Jews, we were wandering a little bit, but we, this is a fucking return to the classics in my opinion where it's like it's like confusing, there's tons of violence, there's lots of rules. <laughs> 
it's just not super nice. God is unapologetically center stage and just shooting from the hip in every direction. Yeah, totally. It's like Suicide Squad. God is bad. <laughs> DNA, when, before you read this, when was the last time you had, like, read from the the holy book? It's been a while. My, my wife is Christian, and she's reading uh, the Old Testament now. Uh, chapter by chapter, much like you guys. And so I'm hearing a lot about it again. And uh, I just found a book. The, I just found a Midrash book from uh, Hebrew school. So, I, you know, I poke around. I find it pretty interesting. Uh, but this particular chapter is jam-packed with great stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A, lot of, a lot of weirdness. Should we just go from the, the very beginning? It starts super normal. Super. Oh, that's the calm before the storm, I know, buddy. Like, yeah, we're getting more more ceremony rules shit. Like, okay, that's the like, establishing whatever. shot. Yeah. 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 And then somebody in the writer's room asked the question, what would happen if somebody fucked up? Well, there's a little foreshadowing. They, they talk about sacrificing things according to regulation, which is just a phrase you don't want to hear now or then. Yeah. Wait, I have a genuine question, which is how likely is it that this this chapter is actually really just about fire safety. Like, there's no <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> it's like, don't get They're too just drunk like, and do shit with fire. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, there's... You know, I because I have to, for my job, think about fire safety a lot. Uh, I didn't really realize it while I was reading it, but yeah, if they're if fucking Aaron's sons are just kind of like, oh, I'm with the vibe and like lighting things on fire and running around the tent, like, oh look, yeah. it, it swirls in circles or whatever, like maybe you do have uh-huh. to kind of. Well, it talks them. about fire pans, so I feel like it's probably a lot of fire that they're working. I'm imagining like a full plate of fire. I don't yeah. know how you would make that work in the ancient times. It's but... like at a Greek restaurant when they do it with the cheese. <laughs> they're carrying flaming cheese into the tent of meeting. Lit. <laughs> um, okay, I so gotta drunk. ask, Ioni, did you look into the alien angle at all? Oh yeah, there was no fucking alien angle because that's the whole thing about the um, the alien angle of the Bible is if there's nothing there, it doesn't exist. It's kind of like there's when, something there. They cut. They say alien fire. Yeah, I know but they they're mean out there, aliens, man. But they yeah. mean like alien, as in like I don't know. When a mosquito flies into my room, it's technically an alien to my room. Like they, they're just mm. talking about like it's not mosquitoes sanctioned. are aliens, dude. I'm, I'm no, they're <laughs> not. They're unfortunately very terrestrial. <laughs> um, Let's see. Um, well, so yeah, guess, there, you know, there's no I mean, alien you could, angle. There, you may not be able to find uh, you know the alien angle on reputable websites, but if you uh, you know there's a lot of ancient alien stuff in this chapter. I mean the whole ark of the covenant it's like what was inside of it oh sure they're going to see there that they can manifest god now just by opening the ark god's in the ark so what I... was in what's in the ark i mean Dude, <laughs> what's in the ark <laughs> well i don't want to bring it back but i did go to the disreputable websites to get where i get my information from yeah so that's where you have to look um, and it is still, there's just still on the hype of it's some kind of, uh, electrical device where they're like, you want to see God? You can't, but I can make a bunch of smoke happen. And then everyone's like, throw shit on the smoke machine. And, and now we have religion. 
Yeah, if you were a really accomplished magician back then, you could like really influence a lot of people if you. Oh wanted. right, totally. Yeah, you just buy a kid at the store, and you're fucking. You could lead a kid, <laughs> a, a kid, a kid. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I thought you meant yeah. like for like the a kid for like the sawing them in half thing, you know. <laughs> like, I thought you meant a kid as in a baby goat, but. Wow. Well, all of these things are are viable. Impure, abominate. I mean, because it's it's supposed to be artifacts are in the ark right it's the tablets that moses got from mm-hmm. mount sinai yeah and Some also aaron's staff the staff that brought the 10 plagues down so you have these kind of artifacts that defy all laws of uh, science and nature um and you know ipso facto it's god but is it really god <laughs> or was it a right. higher power or it's that, also uh, just like this is the Galactic Federation. I mean, we could. Mm. I mean, mm. who knows? Mm. Well, somebody um, knows. Yeah. Well. Is... Or Aaron and Moses are just grifters, and they're like, "We have God in the room. He come." Da, 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 da. Like, <laughs> right? You know? Come on. <laughs> we have God in the room. <laughs> come in the room, and you will see the God. Uh, <laughs> you cannot come in. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's for only people. It is for it. Is, do not drink. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, it's like, what are we buying? Uh, we got shopping for an apartment oh, in New York City here. I have, a, I have, I have a question for all you guys. Um, which is, do you guys understand what's happening when they wave the breast of the uh, sacrificial animal and the thigh, and they kind of do like a <laughs> motion? <laughs> Sorry for the people listening. I'm just mm-hmm. waving my arms back and forth. doing kind of an air forth. traffic yeah, controller yeah. motion. There's no need to feel down, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, th- does, did, that, did the significance of that kind of come up for anyone? or is I just, that was one of those things where I was like, this doesn't make sense. And of the little sense I can make of it, it is not interesting enough for me to pursue. <laughs> yeah, you're right. like moving on. Yeah. That's uh, on, yeah. Okay. There's Sorry. a classic moment. So like they're doing all this ritual stuff. Um, and then, uh, God appears and turns into just like a ball of fire and swallows up all the offerings. And then people do the the classic thing that they do in the old Testament where they see God and they're just scared for their life. Yeah, they (laughs) should fall on their face, face, (laughs) which is so so evocative a way to put that. That means that they fell down and didn't even use their hands to try to breathe. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah, they just sort of like out cold. I love that. Straight arms down to the floor. <laughs> Boing. Yeah, no, totally. Either that or like ducking. I'm kind of imagining too like what you would do if, if you saw a plane flying over about to like drop a bomb on you. Like you'd kind of jump and like cover your face. But anyway, God's the bomb in this right in this god is the bomb god that, is the bo- that's the, the bomb. original name of the old testament <laughs> god is the bomb god is the bomb origins i just, the thing i keep thinking in you know i mean it's kind of a pagan you know before judaism the idea of sacrifice it's, it's an old idea you know you're sacrificing up animals or fruit or whatever it is to this deity but the thing i thought with the fire was 
this is like the first barbecue because like all the meat got barbecued by the fire and then they got to have the first like desert barbecue. I bet it was a delicious meal after that. <laughs> well, like, no, what? conveniently, all the best parts of the animal just get to go to God and you're just left with fucking God. Brisket. And then also the like the priest family, they get the, they get a little, <laughs> they, they get, get the just the fucking little droplets of whatever's yeah. left. Wow. Again, another, like, you were saying that, like, the most Jewish way to become Orthodox is to, like, get a deal. Yeah. I feel like the most Jewish way to, like, lead the Jews is to, like, be the ones who get the brisket. You know what I mean? Like, they were, like, the first first Jews in that way, too. Yeah, they were. Well, no, because I was, like, looking at it, and they're, like, talking about sacrificing, like, oh, you get this part, and then the breast goes to the priests and whatever. And I was, like, that's not usually how you refer to, like beef cuts you know like what's what's the breast of a cow and mm. that's what it is it's the brisket damn which is like yeah i don't my know mom, my just, mom loved brisket it's not bad but it's also like you know that there's there's juicier juicier parts <laughs> that like that god's getting all for himself god gets the fat parts yeah and this was like this was a they were in this is like they were introducing aaron's sons to become priests wasn't that the whole thing this yeah. was the beginning of them becoming priests. But also, he has a shit ton of sons. Like, he has enough sons that, like, when these two sons die, He's still got Moses three sons. is able to tell the other ones, like, no no crying over your brothers, okay? Yeah. Yeah, so should we get into the alien fire? I mean, I think, sure. I think, we've, I think we've been in the alien yeah. fire. Yeah, true, true. I guess, yeah, it, it leaves a lot to the imagination what, what went on. I think... One second, everyone's happy... You know, having a good time at synagogue the next sec- second. It's just it's... another one of those Nabob and Abihu nights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it all, yeah. Somebody's gunning for episode title. Oh. <laughs> um, I think like the the easiest sort of like least uh, sort of controversial idea would be that like every fire needs to be consecrated by Aaron and the Holy Boys, and they kind of just were vibing and went rogue. And they were like, I got a match here. Everyone seems yeah, to like or fire. Just like, but it's God sets out a lot of rules and it's like, so don't don't improvise. Like Right. But it also seems like these kids, they just really loved God and they were like I mean, that's the most generous reading of yeah. this is them being like, I, I don't know. Um, well, no one gave us like a, a roll, but I, I found some incense and I found this little bowl. I want to do some cool shit for God. Papa. And then. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then they, you know, they just aren't really good with the fire safety and they light the whole thing on fire. I really think there's, this is one of the chapters where it's not that metaphorical. Like you should just be safe with fire. I am. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One thing I'd love to highlight, because this is the first of two really iconic people doing really, really bad condolences in this chapter. <laughs> so the Lord just firebombs Aaron's children to death. And then Moses says, you know, like, this is what God meant. He said, or what is it? What is it? He said, there we go. this is what the Lord meant when he said, though those near to me, I show myself holy and gain glory before all people. It's like, that's not helpful when your kids. It also doesn't out. make sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a given because it's, you know, Bible times. But yeah, I just feel like what, just what like your even... own brother being like, well, I mean, like God said, like, you know, do the right thing. So. So, you know, <laughs> so, so, you know, right. Like yeah. when I when my car got towed, I was with my friend Juan and like he very easily he was on my side. But he very like he could have been like he could have been like, well, the, you know, the sign said 
The rules are the rules. <laughs> now, look, the company's got to really maintain an image, even when it comes down yeah. to being at night. You know, Best Buy is a family company. That's right. You know, it's broken yeah. windows. Police and then he sets your car on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is for Best Buy, man. Yeah. Um, I also think it's very funny that the, at least in the Chabad translation, they're like trying to do all these things. Well, like the sons basically go up in flames and kind of like Aaron and his family are like, oh, I'm not super into that. So God basically goes, hey, look, guys, I know that I just killed two of your family members. But if you keep trying to do stuff and protect yourself, like you're not going to die, like covering yourself with rags so you don't catch on fire or anything like that. I'll fucking nuke you all to death, (laughs) (laughs) which is just that's wild because it's like it's not even just like, hey, they sinned and like. I'll mark those two or whatever, but like, if the reality of what you see affects your behavior, that's also fucking death for you. Yeah, that's that classic Old Testament God. He didn't fuck around. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. And he, you know, so much of this chapter is dietary laws. Like, it's very <laughs> we'll heavy into, that. into what you can eat, what you can't eat. It's like, God is basically, he's not a vegan, but you know how like people hate vegans? Uh huh. People probably hated God for all these law. Like, what the hell, man? We like eagles. Have you ever I chewed on a, uh, a vulture? They're tasty. You ever had gecko soup? It's fucking good. Oh, there's a guy Come with on. a badger yeah. in his hand who's doing the rules. It's like, aww. <laughs> bat- if I was blood <laughs> dripping from his mouth, yeah. I would have been, if I was there and God was given those rules, I would have been the smartass that when he was like, and you shouldn't, like, not eat any. Wait, are you supposed to eat animals that eat that chew cud? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah you can. Cause, like, I would cows. raise my hand and be like, can I eat cud? <laughs> Can I have some cud? Can I eat cud? <laughs> I want some cud. Cud. What is, what's cud? Is that just... A grass. So you've just been chewing on a long time? Yeah, basically, like, all those big bovines, they have four stomach chambers because they can't break stuff down in their stomachs. So they, like, chew the grass, then they vomit it back up into their mouths, and they chew it some more so it gets to the next stage, and they vomit back up and chew it some more, and then eventually they actually digest it. Don't know why I know that, but I do, and it's facts. You know, I think we had, um, I think at my elementary school, we had some sort of, like, show cow come in from, like, the 4-H or some shit, and they had, like, a hole cut in the side of it, and they could reach in and, like, pull the shit out of its fourth stomach. What? Uh, what was that? What? (laughs) Like, a live cow? What are you talking about? I... I'm, okay, I'm trying to remember if this is something I saw on TV or it actually happened to me. Um, <laughs> I, I'm gonna add, I'm gonna add dream as a as a possibility. Okay, so I will say we definitely had a farmer bring a live cow to school and they sprayed warm, fresh milk from the udder over an audience of children. So that happened. I don't know if there was also some sort of like chamber or something where they were like, you know, and look, there's four stomachs, and they like reached inside. I feel like that was a thing. I definitely got sprayed by some milk, though. Is that like Midwest? You grew up in the Midwest? No, or? no. I just I'm from Northern California, but just huh. sort of like they opened a cow for you. I guess so. Yeah, I mean it's sort of like a rural enough place. Um, it's not really like cow stuff as much. But I don't. I don't know. It was there. Huh. We would just have a chimpanzee on a tricycle smoking a cigar, <laughs> right around the auditorium. What? That's Why? awesome. <laughs> what was that teaching you? Uh, <laughs> Same lessons as in this book, baby. How to monkeys chill. are funny. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. It's New Jersey. Somebody That's had hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and they, but I mean, they it's like if you have, if you're leading people through the dead, as if it's hard enough to organize something, you know, 
and you're leading thousands of people through the desert, you know, and Moses is 80 years old, you know, Aaron, I don't know how old he was, you know, younger. Was he younger? He's his brother. He's no, probably, they're both old as hell. They're both like fucking, they should be dead. Yeah, at they're this both point. like 120, dude. But they just have like old, old man strength. And like you, lo- you lost everybody, you know, at one point and you had to climb Sinai and come down with tablets and reorganize people, you know, did, the golden calf, did that get melted down into the tabernacle? And then like, just be like, come on, we're still, we're still going to the Holy Land. Like, it just seems you have to be pretty strict on what people because the people are just like picking up geckos and eating them and dying <laughs> that's like, a good point like, they're like delirious people. with hunger <laughs> oh you're saying that basically this whole chapter was somebody yelling like okay okay band meeting <laughs> <laughs> yeah be- definitely yeah like, god's in the tent some of us are gonna go meet him right now give us your animals <laughs> we're gonna have a barbecue uh that's what god God not leaving the tent is just like him being a diva and like not wanting to come out of his trailer until he gets his fucking like diet cherry Pepsi or whatever. Right. But he's in the ark. He's in the ark. He's God's contained in the ark. Like they're carrying God around in the ark. Isn't that what it, the ark is My so name's... mysterious, man. Or they're carrying around a place where God appears sometimes. It seems like they're There's carrying around I his chair, more. basically. Is yeah. Like the deal. <laughs> yeah. They have to carry God's heavy ass chair wherever they go. Mm-hmm. Right. He killed um, Nazis. It's a Nazi. Not well. That Ark. Did you see Raiders of the Lost Ark? <laughs> <laughs> oh sure. He did kill a bunch of Nazis. I was saying God. I don't. I don't know if God really uh, did his job with the whole killing Nazis thing. But that's a. That's a yeah, heavy, he kind of left that one. It's a for rather us. heavy question. Um, <laughs> Smite me, listeners. Yeah. are always asking us why didn't God kill the Nazis? And today is the episode where we it's tell our most you. Most common email we get. <laughs> hey guys, I don't really. Smite me podcast at gmail dot com. By yeah. the way. Yeah, like and subscribe. If yeah, if you. If a single person leaves us a five star review, we'll do a whole episode on that. <laughs> 16 people have I'll have you know Josh not including I'm saying you. a new person <laughs> oh gotcha yeah. like the Fuck next them. person yeah oh okay. I think the first mention of beer is men- is this is in this chapter right have we had, had any beer talk before in this in this little book I feel like it was implied in Sodom and Gomorrah implied but they don't talk about they were like, definitely saucing I don't know when I saw the word beer I got excited because I was like I drink beer <laughs> <laughs> it is very important to see yourself represented in media is um, beer it was beer is it listed in like the things you can? It's weirdly like right after God kills the Aaron's sons, he tells Aaron like none of you and your sons cannot do not go into the magic holy tent if you have been drinking or yeah. He says no wine. Well, mine says no wine or other intoxicant. Uh, okay, I guess I had, I saw one translation that said oh. beer. I mean, that was probably <laughs> just a beer guy translation. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you know. He's like, I can read between the lines here. Yeah. I know what they're talking <laughs> they about. Meant beer. Um, do you guys know the theory that part of the reason that people stopped wandering around, like human beings stopped wandering around, was for the cultivation of beer, basically? Oh, I heard it was because they got bored. Well, great. Um, <laughs> of just basically that, like, it was hard to make and people liked it a lot. So eventually some people thought of the idea of, like, what if we just stuck around and kind of, like, grew our fruit around us and then we could just make beer all year round? Right. I could see that. And then when another guy's like, and we can grow some weed. If yeah. we have <laughs> for waiting for fermentation to happen, we could get some Cincinnati going. <laughs> yeah, that's a I don't know how much 
I'm not involved in that world at all. I don't know how much uh, traction that theory has, but that is something that much more smart and serious people have posited as an idea for why people started to settle down in places. Okay, here's a question I have about the kosher stuff is why are certain things impure and certain things are detestable? And some things are abominations. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I don't had, know if my translation had abomination. I oh. think your detestable was our abomination. Mm. T- tomato, tomato. <laughs> they they also use the verb abominate, which I had never heard. It's like, if you see this thing, you should abominate it, which is just, I guess, to like hate it really aggressively. Like, no! <laughs> right. No! <laughs> like, yeah, that's what mine said with the other word. The, uh... I, yeah, I, I still don't... go back to, I mean, you know, if you want to... If you want to say, you know, somebody, uh, Aaron or Moses or one of the kids was writing these things down, that it wasn't exactly from the word of God that what you can eat and can't eat. Like they were looking at their thousands of followers, you know, and the one guy who ate the pig that didn't cook it long enough got trichinosis and died. And they can't lose people. They're in the desert, you know what I mean? For every 10 people that died, probably one was born. So it's just dwindling numbers, and they gotta keep the tribe strong. So they're like, no more pig. Mm-hmm. Let's put that. Let's put that in the newsletter for the tent revival meeting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, put that in the shofar. And then, and then, and not only it's like it's not even like you can't eat it. It's like it's an abomination. Yeah, and we're all gonna hate you if you do. Yeah, take take no chances. Yeah. Although it does say uh, multiple times, like. You will be impure until the evening. Like it's nice that you get to you get <laughs> yeah. a little start over. I know, and if anything, little... all the more impure stuff happens in the evening anyway. Well, I mean, Jews have always been like that kind of Day of Atonement kind of thing. It's like we're not a, like original sin people. Like we don't carry the sin with us. You know, once a year, it's like it's like Amnesty Day at the library. You know, once a year, you don't, no more fees. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Just return the books, and you're good. Yeah, yeah. there's an amnesty uh, weed bin at certain airports, which I think is hilarious. Is there really? Apparently, yeah. That's a fucking uh, conspiracy. Would you the amnesty weed bin weed? I would just oh, just probably on. what the TSA <laughs> says. I would love to smoke some. Smoke that, that, it on that amnesty. <laughs> that would be a great name for a strand. That TSA amnesty. <laughs> TSA amnesty. Okay, wait. But yeah. What? Who is the kind of person that is like? absent-minded enough to go to the airport with weed on them people who smoke hot no 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 no, no, wait but also like like enough of a nerd that they're gonna give their weed to the amnesty weed paranoid people who are 40 40 something businessman just trying it out oh no you're totally about airports you're totally right that's a good uh, (laughs) one of the first times i ever smoked weed on hippie hill i was with a bunch of friends ayani you might have been there um, sorry to sorry to rat you out. Um, oh no, located. But some dude, some like random hate street folk came up to us and was like, "Hey, you guys, uh, I got a flight to catch. So, but you guys want this some weed?" And he gave oh, us. Oh, was some... it the dude with the pills in it? I was there too. I think <laughs> <laughs> he gave us a nug with like a blue chunk in it, which. <laughs> It's funny because that's yeah. the kind of shit they warn you and dare that's going to happen. But right. that's also like, I think that we were the only per- people that that's ever happened to. Yeah. That's not a thing. And no. to this day, I still don't know what you think it was a pill, Josh. I think it, I, in my memory, it was like fully it like might as well have been like a Zyrtec. <laughs> <laughs> who's I, putting it? Who's like 
who's like shoving a dirt a, a Zyrtec into a nug and then giving. It I feel like honestly, we just children. looked like fucking teen marks who someone was just like, I just have this like random weird <laughs> shit. Like I'm just gonna sell it to these fucking. He teenagers. didn't sell it to us though. That's what's oh, weird. He just gave, he just it, gave it to us oh. for free. Wow. So that's why that's what I'm saying, dude. What was that little blue thing? Aliens? Did you I think smoke it was that? aliens? Did anyone smoke no, it? No, I think that's the probably. group consensus was like, <laughs> let's not smoke the blue. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, wow. I mean, best best case scenario, it was like a, literally like a bit of a Coke bottle, plastic Coke bottle. <laughs> and like it would have just been gross. So. Wow, you know you're in a bad situation when the best the best case scenario is you're about to be smoking a bit of a Coke bottle. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pr- it was a prize. Yeah, I thought he puts a little prize in each one of his nugs. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Oh, you got the uh, you got the Coke bottle cap. <laughs> nice. And four more colors, and then trade them in for school oh, supplies. Oh, hey, I'm actually curious yeah. about for for all of you guys. I remember when I was a kid, they sort of uh, since, like I said, I kind of grew up. I grew up in San Francisco, so it was like a much, and it was a much more kind of like liberal, progressive, Jewish whatever those words mean but like definitely like not a lot of people there kept kosher but it's one of the biggest synagogues in in san francisco um i was constantly taught that all these laws of kashrut are for your health mm-hmm. and they were like look pigs full of cholesterol shellfish they give you the fucking toxins and whatever and i'm just curious if that's like anyone else's experience too of just like no 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 there's very practical mm-hmm. reasons for it it lines up with the health trends of today <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I got that too. Yeah. Yeah, I remember one time in um <laughs> um I, I went to a Jewish high school and one time in like religion class we were talking about the portion where I guess the, it's not mentioned in this one, but the the thing about, you know, a milk and meat or like bathing a calf and or boiling a calf in its mother's milk. And then my friend Labunchi raised his hand and was like, "Well, this is like freshman year, I think. <laughs> Sorry to name you my name. You might be listening, but he was like, "Well, like, um, if you like eat like cheeseburgers or like eat mix, if you actually do like mix meat and dairy, you can have like really messy shits." So <laughs> I think Moses might have actually been a pretty smart guy. <laughs> wow! And the rabbi said was like, "All right." Wow, the courage. You know, I was thinking about this recently, like. I'm a deeply nostalgic person and like shit like that is why I miss school a lot. Like there's a certain kind of just like funny thing that happens at school <laughs> that just like can't happen other elsewhere. School or oh, like honestly like forbidden. school sports. Yeah, because it's just like all these weird rules and then you're like Yeah, I don't know. I, I that's I live for that sort of thing. I know what you mean. I also so don't miss school. Yeah. Oh, it's I miss, one of like, the biggest things about me is that I don't miss school. Why are we talking about school right now? That's such a fucking foreign concept to me at this point. I just mean school like fucking around at school is like a kind of thing that All I right. don't have anymore. You can just fuck around. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the consequences are slightly higher, but well, or just don't be Nadab and a Yeah. <laughs> Dude, don't never mind. <laughs> Why yeah. It really does leave a lot to the imagination. What did they do? They just vibed. They just... <laughs> they were doing smoke tricks. <laughs> it's like they were doing vape tricks? They were doing a vape trick compilation. They were do- practicing. Ah, I mean, I don't know. what. Like, I guess basically what they really did was... Because God kind of says it in a little bit of his explanation. Because he kind of does concede a little bit of like... Oh, I should probably tell all these people why their friends just fucking exploded into flames for a quick second. But he basically said like... Look, I'm God... 
I do the fire stuff. Fire is, you know, consecrated by me. <laughs> I'm the fucking fire god. Get the fuck off the stage. We're not doing a duet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. There's no yeah. harmonizing with God. Okay, you don't accompany me. It's not a duet, yeah. folks. I mean, Stop I still go back up. to this thing of, like, <clears throat> controlling all those people in the desert, you know, like Moses and Aaron, you know. They were like the cult leaders. They were the Jim Jones guys. And the sons, they were a little bit looser, you know? And they were like, hey, we want to indoctrinate you into how we keep everyone in control. We're going to bring you in the tent. We're going to show you God. You'll eat some of these sacrifices. It'll be delicious. But there are fucking rules, you know? We have, if you don't do it this right way, then you're not going to, we're going to, you lose control of the, you know, all these people that were, they were herding through the desert to the promised land. And those guys fucked up. They were stoners. Yeah. They fucking were, got drunk. They caught a buzz. They were sloppy, and they got whacked. They got taken <laughs> out. They um, they kind of get at that angle of how like some of this is just about like optics and the politics of it. Yeah. Um. So Moses goes to Aaron and he's like, you know, don't bare your heads, don't rend your clothes, um, because otherwise, like, right, you know, the whole community is gonna bewail the burning the Lord has wrought, and so don't leave, but like, don't let him see you like this, basically. Right. It Which can is happen kind of to like, you. This could yeah. happen to you. Yeah. It happened to my sons. Like, like the rabbi crying. was saying. I don't know why God was The whole thing became a Soprano episode for me for, for a second there. No, no it gets yeah. it. We, Old Testament God is lives by the law of the streets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? which, is, which is the desert. Yeah, I mean, desert that's, streets. you really hit on it. Like the Ioni, like the, I forget if it was Ioni or DNA, but just the thing of like, the re- the reason God gave is he's just like yeah just like don't do that shit like I don't he's just like you know it when you see it like come on yeah. don't do that shit you're holy like do the holy shit because I'm holy and I'm holy because I'm holy so do you guys see any but you know what there's also that thing of like when Moses went up the the mountain everyone lost control everyone lost faith they were building the golden calves. They're like, this guy, he's no leader. You know, God's not a thing. They went back to the pagan gods. And then Moses, well, he's up there for 40 days, comes down with the tablets. He's like, God gave me these. And people are like, whoa, that's amazing. We're going to fall back in line. And he's like, and I'm going to keep these in a container that I'm going to carry around now. Well, first he smashes them, but yeah. Does he smash... Does he smash a third one? Did he smash like the two that he carried, or one of the? No, he he just smashes one set, right? Yeah, and then, then God makes another set, like five of them. But was there a third tablet that had more commandments that got smashed? <laughs> no, there's no. <laughs> unless I mean that's a good fan theory that there's just like the forgotten commandments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but basically he comes down and he's like golden calf, and he smashes it against the fucking floor, and then God is kind of like. All right, a little bit of an overreaction there. Why don't you come back up here? We'll write them again. <laughs> <laughs> I just made those for you, but yeah, anyway, that's yeah it's fine. in the text. He yeah. says like, <laughs> he's just like, he's like, I- I'm going to make you another set of tablets to the to replace the one that you smashed. Um, <laughs> the unintentional comedy in this book. Yeah, and then he kind of so, like yeah. comes back down again and is like, all right, this time for real. If you're not on board with these tablets, like, then we're killing you. Yeah. And that's sort of like. The, the the little evolution of the Ten Commandments is he right. he freaks out and then he goes back up and then he comes back down and he freaks out again. Oh, interesting. Was that but see the thing that he can't 
he's 80 years old. He can't continually be climbing mountains to prove to everyone that God exists. I just think it's such a brilliant showmanship, like John, you were saying earlier, about like, all right, we're going to keep him in this ark and we're going to carry it around. And when you guys get unruly and start eating, you know, carrying birds or whatever, <laughs> we're going to stop. We're going to we're going to open up the ark. Some of us will go in and we'll be like, yeah, God's in the tent. And then we'll be, come out and we'll be like, hey, God said this. God said that. Let's keep let's keep we got to do another 23 miles today. Let's keep moving. Oh, yeah. The, um, show, oh, the showmanship makes is yeah, it's pretty good, clear. Good mix of like mystery and authority, which you kind of need. If you're going to be leading a cult, well, it's on also wheel. on wheel. Like the, I just think that's so great that it's portable. True. Like God becomes a portable entity. <laughs> Wait, that kind of reminds me of the church, like the just the tabernacle reminds me of one time I was at Burning Man with some with friends, friends, and we took um, <laughs> not Burning Man. I've never been to Burning Man. We were at Outside Lands, a lot tamer. <laughs> that's, that's very different. Very, very different. different. Yeah. I worked for one of those. What the fuck? <laughs> Okay, well, we were at Outside Lands, and we were... You were outside. <laughs> we were outside. I, was, I went to the park with some friends. Should we keep doing the podcast? No. We're we back took, on Hippie Hill. We took the, yeah. Basically, we took some acid, and we were kind of vibing, and then there's this booth that just said, like, The Secret, and, it was, and we, like, could not handle that. And then our friend Nick, like, went... And went in the booth and was like gone for ten minutes, and then he came out and just kind of came back, and we were like, "Dude, what was in there?" And he was like, "I can't tell you." And <laughs> we still we can never know what was in there. <laughs> Only Nick may know. Um, That's really funny. There's a little bit of credence to what DNA you were saying to the idea. I'm not going to lend too much credence to it. To the idea that like the covenant is then just kind of like this big device that kind of just like makes fun shit happen you know what i mean because then if you're kind of like walking around and like like you were saying people get unruly or whatever you can be like i'm gonna turn on the machine and like Mm -hmm. it's strange enough whatever it fucking does that everybody is like oh shit and they all fucking fall face first to the fucking ground yeah like all right i'm kind of now i'm re-curious about what the covenant the ark of the covenant was because i i it still exists right i think it's in a church in ethiopia I, and there's whoa. this one guy who's in charge of it. And every now, I think his job is one year he goes in and he looks in it. He's like, yep. And then he shuts it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so that's still, a cushy gig. He probably yeah. never brings in alien fire. I hope. I mean, I hope he learned. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, it's, it's like, because here's what I got with the alien fire was that like when God appears to Moses as a burning bush, it's fire. But is that fire that burns, or that's fire that just shows the holiness of the Lord? Like God appears as that's like light. a controlled fire. Oh. Right. But the, yeah. the alien fire yeah. is like a different fire the Lord has. Like with one fire he heals, with one fire he destroys. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I got. What out I, of it. It's what like what the I bad wonder, fire. What I, what I wonder is, would Nadab and Abihu have been smited? If they had just been able to, if they just lit their incense, which they technically weren't supposed to do, but like didn't let it get out of control and light the whole shit on fire. Because that's when I think they got caught up. So is it is it that those guys set the tent on fire with their like antics, with their pyrotechnic show? That's what it, it, seems, like. it seems like. I so think... they burned themselves to death. Uh, yeah, at least the way I read it, it's literally just like because they just didn't stick to protocol. It says... 
Yeah. They offered before the Lord alien fire, which he had not enjoined upon them, and fire came forth from the Lord and consumed them. Maybe they, they were using one of those lighters that's sort of like translucent in plastic and like the flame shoots like really mm-hmm. far. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Those shitty lighters. <laughs> the ones where if you want them to go really far, what you do is you lift up the little thingy and then you put it back to where it was and you can just keep turning it and whatever. Yes, exactly. Yep. Have you have you ever left a lighter like in the sun? And the gas expands, and then like you go to turn it on, and it shoots like five feet up in the oh, air. Oh no, that's awesome! Whoa! <laughs> oh really? That's just me. Cool man. Well, I don't know. I just I go I go back to that. Those two sons were not following the protocol. They need to be taken out as an example to well, everybody else. Yeah, and also it's like because as of now, like. As as it's given to us, we don't really have a connection between to make between like the, the alien fire shit happens and then God makes all these rules about what you can and can't eat. So like I kind of like what you're saying, DNA, that maybe there is some connection of like those boys were known for like always just you know gecko soup every night. <laughs> just, yeah, just lizard poppers. Right? You know, yeah, I mean, they're the, the... they're like the first youth group leaders to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, what yeah, the... dude, right. they had fucking, they had some hooch on the nifty trip. It yeah, they're like, look, 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 to the best of us. They want you to drink with the Israeli soldiers, but they don't want you to drink with the Israeli soldiers. You know, you yeah. gotta three, you gotta have this, you gotta have these rituals. Like when I used to run uh, this uh, dive bar, the Blue Lagoon. One of the things we had to do every night was move the tables, right? And so I tried to make it into this, like, system where everyone who wanted to be involved and do this show would have to move tables. It was part of the ritual. And then John uh, said, told me one time it was like a religious experience moving the tables. That might have been the mushrooms talking. But, you know, <laughs> you set up... You set up these like standards so you have a large group of people so that there's sort of some system so everyone feels like a stakeholder and everyone feels involved. Or else you just have like Aaron's sons being like, fuck all this, fuck the old men. We got our own way. We got gecko soup. Well, come on, dude. Let's party. I think it's very, right? very that fun always happens. that, John, you're like going to the temple, stained glass windows, bleh. Moving tables on a little bit of mushrooms? Like, I'm, I'm buying it. It doesn't take much. <laughs> For a fucking PBR in five minutes? Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, oh, man. But, okay, I guess my final thought on the the cause of the fire was like, <laughs> I don't know. Or it's also, it also could have just been the thing where, like, they ha- they just lit their own incense and it was controlled, but then God all-powerful saw that they were doing something unsanctioned and was like no you're gonna that's gonna light the whole thing on fire because that's what happens when you break the rules like kind of the same as hardening pharaoh's heart like Mm -hmm. you know just being like it's gonna happen this way because i that's how i said it was gonna happen right oh using the result that god is going to create as the justification for why god is going to create it Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah um pretty pretty unrelatable since none of us can really do that in our lives joins the i'm just thinking about these guys in in relation to the other guys who've been smited in the past and it's like they join an illustrious club of like frat boy smitings where they're like the fire guys who got smited and then there's the guy who got smited for jacking off did that happen no he got he got smited for not gooshing in his sister-in-law oh right yeah 
But well, that implies not that that's really different. That I mean, that kind of set the standard for because he, right. he got smited for spilling his seed. So that's kind of set the I standard see. for don't, I see. don't okay. masturbate. Yeah. Got it. So anyway, no incense, no. We didn't even have to go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No incense. No setting Dude, the mood I've, and I've, no doing the thing that you'd be setting the mood for. I've lived in a lot of hippie houses, and fires always start when some hippie leaves their incense burning. Is always that incense stick. They think they're the nog chompa or whatever it is. <laughs> going like to fill the house with good vibes. And the thing sets a curtain on fire and then the apartment's on fire. Yep. There are a the lot time. of tapestries in hippie houses. Yep. A lot of yes. hanging cotton. And a, te- and a tent. A tent in the <laughs> desert where it's so arid and dry. That tent is wow. highly flammable. Nadav and Abihu were lighting Nog Champa. We figured it out. Wait, I honestly... What is Nog Champa? Is that a real thing? Is that yeah. yeah, it's a, uh, I don't know, it's a brand of incense? It's Nepalese, I believe. It's a special blend. Mm. It's a, it's a special blend that got real popular in like 1968, yeah. and now we just suffer the consequences. <laughs> yeah, it's a picture of the Dalai Lama on it, like Nog Champa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, turn this shit off when you're done with it. After hearing hearing these stories <laughs> about crazy. people's shit burning down, I certainly do not want my nog chomped. <laughs> Your nog chomped on. Um, I uh, I'd also be remiss if we didn't miss. So there's actually not that many people who are named who just randomly get murked by God in this story. But uh, I would be remiss if we didn't mention the brothers, the brother of the guy who got murked because he didn't want to goosh in his sister-in-law, which was uh, this guy named... I can't remember his name, but he got murked for literally no oh, reason. Oh, he like, had like a bad thought, right? It was like Jed. They, he was they the are first like, one to get, to get murked to start the whole thing off. Yeah, he's yeah. legendary because like, it just he was said, evil in the eyes of God or some shit. <laughs> yeah. It just literally said, God didn't like this fella. Yeah. Yeah, he was coming around with an attitude. <laughs> so yeah, just want to give a shout in, out to the first victim of mm-hmm. of I don't even know what to call that in memoriam, man. He got his he got his nog chomped. <laughs> what more can be said? God the stampa nog the champa. I don't know. All right, I feel like we're well, kind of coming to uh, <laughs> yeah. That seems like we're cycling through some of our final bits. <laughs> okay, so uh, I mean. You know, overall, the grand scheme of thing, DNA, we kind of at the end of uh, of our going through each chapter, we sort of posit whether we should, we would, if we were doing our own version of the Bible, would we cut or keep this chapter? Um, so I'm going to just kind of leave that for you guys. Is, is this one a cut it one? Is this one a keep it one? You know, what, what are we doing with this this little thing we have here? I don't understand the question. All right. I Are you saying you're either use this podcast no, no, no. or we, Okay, this happens so many again. times. Yeah. We got to get better at this. No, this podcast is going up. We like every we we all of them go up. The the question is whether or not we should as a Jewish people keep this chapter in the book. We get to edit it. Oh yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it. It has all the good elements it has the uh the god that doesn't mess around that old tet that that, you know, you love him, you hate him, the anti-hero, the Tony Soprano, Old Testament God, you know. And then I think it, tell, it tells a lot about how, what it would be like to have people in the desert that you're just wandering around for this prom, promised, promised land. 
I think it's pretty fascinating. I, I like, and the diet, I'm a vegan. So these dietary laws, I'm like, hell yeah, don't eat, don't eat eagles. Right. You're like, don't eat the scaled ones either. You weirdos. <laughs> yeah, no, no scale. Yeah. No scale. You can't eat dolphin or you, you can eat a dolphin. You can't. Oh no, they don't have no scales. scales. I don't know. Whatever. I like, I like all. Yeah. I had a jellyfish once. It's very Jewy. It's a very Jewy yeah. chapter. It is a very Jewy chapter. To me. I very deeply Jewish. Yeah, I'm keeping it as well. It's just like a insane grab bag in my favorite. It's like going back to Genesis almost, you know? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just it's, like... It's like, what's going on? Really zero to 60. Yeah. With the, they were, everything was fine, and then they everything was on fire, and they were face, falling on their faces. And they're like dumping people's kids <laughs> outside the camp and just leaving them behind. Yeah, no, this That's is... That's pretty gnarly. Yeah. That is, some, that is some real Sopranos shit. Yeah. This is very much yeah. like a... It's like a band's second wind career where they like they put out three or four albums and you're just like yeah i guess it was cool when they were younger or whatever and then they come out with a smash hit this is that chapter where they're like oh fucking god's back on the scene and he's ready to fucking <laughs> make like, some moves uh, you didn't really think we were just gonna let this be a bunch of fucking rules did you we got <laughs> smitings we got emotion and we got a lot of very specific rules about and could that was that's the other thing about it is that and, and and I'm going to keep it, too, because I think this was effective. But they had a lot of boring rules for us, so they really front-loaded it with, with some action. And I do yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. That's a keeper, baby. That's a, that's a, a four-star keeper. Damn. Yeah. And then just the final thing we do is we, either one of us or usually our guests, you know, we like to do a little blessing at the end, send out our wishes for the world. Um, it can yeah, be. Yeah, one, one of us want to do a, an example, an example one. Uh, can you just can you do it? Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll do it. <laughs> do I have to do it? Um, you don't have to do I can do one. Um, I had a really wonderful experience uh, two days ago where I was at a farm stand, and as I was leaving, the man chased after me to give me a bunch of free fruit. Um, and he's probably just trying to get rid of it, but it was really nice fruit. So anyway, I hope people have uh, lots of good fresh fruit and veggies, and that you know maybe the. The farm stand guy does them a solid. Yeah, I'm going to go a step further in that and say, yeah, I hope wherever you go, people just chase after you and try to hand you fruit, <laughs> and it becomes a problem for you, even. <laughs> like fruit you paparazzi, have... <laughs> like, hey, hey, hey. I, uh... give me a smile. <laughs> Here's an apple. Yeah, um, I'm going to say, you know, like all things in life, you know, I'm going to do a 180 and say, uh, encourage balance, you know? It's like, yeah, one fruit guy chasing after you, that's great, but, you know... If the if if the fruit paparazzi are getting getting you down, you know you can let them know. Okay, <laughs> cool it with all the fruit. I don't know. It's like a metaphor. All right. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, DNA, for joining oh, yeah. us. Um, hey, <laughs> thank you, guys. That was a great chapter. I'm glad to be a part yeah, of it. Yeah, fun. that was that was that was a great one. Yeah, um, and also follow DNA on the internet if you're listening. Yeah, if you, live in... you can go check out dnascomedylab.com. It's got all my shows. Yeah, if you live in Santa Cruz, you should go find a live show to go to because there's a lot of cool shit happening. Yeah, we do Zoom. We got a Zoom show we do every week, too. Nice. Nice. That's if you live on planet Earth. That's global, baby. Yeah, and obviously, you know, if you like what we do, I'm going to always just be this person, I guess. But you can like and subscribe to the podcast. Mm -hmm. Or you can fucking just ask us, you know, fun questions about the stuff that we found in the Bible. And if we don't know the answers, we'll do some fucking research. That's okay. I got time. I'll do homework for you. Yeah. 
We're the homework we'll boys. We'll do homework for you. What a what? <laughs> we are what the a massively. <laughs> I was gonna say. Just, come, come on, you can't say what a massively. I was gonna say what a massively what. cucked thing for us to do <laughs> to offer to do homework for our listeners. I like the phrase "massively cucked." <laughs> I mean, it's not my. Uh... Heads up! If I do your homework, it'll be like when I was in school. You'll consistently get C plus. But yeah, that's the, that's the thing is you can you can send us questions about you know stuff that relates to the podcast, but we're gonna catch on if these questions start to be about like Benjamin Franklin <laughs> and shit. Like, or like we're not just gonna do your regular homework. Of, yeah, it's like I don't know. so yeah. If you have questions about Judaism, we'll tr- hit us and we'll do our best. If you have questions about the Pythagorean theorem, do your dang homework. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone have a good evening. Thank you again, DNA. All right, man. Thank you, guys. Thank you.